Ishie. It's the What's Your Opinion show, our daily talk show focusing on you, the people, events, and issues of Marshall County. Now here's your hosts, Kathy Bodorf and Rusty Nixon. Thursday morning. They are a crowd. Yes, they are. And I do want to say, in case someone special is listening to me this morning, have fun and be careful. (laughs) Someone special. Someone near and dear to my heart is taking a vacation. Okay. Yeah, lucky for them. Uh, so, <laughs> okay. So, I just, they, they told me they were listening, but I don't know if they would be out of the area yet. So, okay. if you are listening, have fun and be careful. So, where are they going? The moon? Florida. Ooh. That's the, the place that everybody, well, anywhere <laughs> south of where? I, I don't know. South of... Uh, Yep, they're still in the area listening. <laughs> um, anywhere, what, south of Atlanta, I would say, would be a good place to go. You know, Texas would oh, be okay. No, no you got it. Mexico, you Bahamas. Got, you got to get near the Puerto equator. Rico. Oh, further down than that, Yeah, huh? you got to get near the equator. Oh, okay. That's where it finally gets warm <laughs> enough to actually enjoy things. Oh, you like it hot, baby. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> That's the only time these bones feel like they can move anymore. So well, that I, I definitely. Jim and I were talking in the car last night, and I said, "You know, I don't know." We we're talking about the temperature or something. And I said, "You know, at seventy, I still am cold anymore." Yeah, I'm not cold at seventy, <laughs> but I'd you know I'm. I don't mind sweating. Um, I don't in social situations, but I mean, <laughs> yes. if I'm, I don't, I don't mind sweating. I kind of, I don't know. I'm, so if you're out in the yard, yeah, I'm, I just assume sitting be sweating. in a chair yeah. with the, something cold in your hand, you're fine. But if I'm on the beach or something, I'd much yes. rather be sweating. Oh than, yeah. Yeah. Cause you can just run out on the water and, yeah. you know, cool off. But I mean, the heat is why you're out there. So I, I like heat. I like a lot of heat. Do you know that song? When you wish upon a star, makes no difference. Oh yeah, Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, he was a oh, he was a punk rock star. That's a that's a hint of where they're going. Oh, really? (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Okay. Now I'm disappointed for him. So (laughs) there you go. Oh, I think there's a little Sea World stuck in there too. Yeah, that'd be okay. Okay. And got, maybe Epcot, you know, and some of those places like that. You can handle Epcot. According, like, to Bob. I mean, Bob went to Florida oh, and wanted Bob, to eat his way Bob, through Epcot. Bob, because Bob, of all Bob, the different, Bob. you know, countries or whatever. <sighs> oh, good for you. Yeah, I don't know. I'd, I've been to Disney a handful of times and was disappointed each time. Oh, I've been to Disney a handful of times, and 
I had a wonderful time every time. Well, you know. Uh, oh, good. Even <laughs> even ran into Dave Morrow and his wife in a line one day at Disney. I, well, <laughs> you know, chances are that half the universe is at uh, Disney. Yeah, but at any you just would moment. never anticipate that. I don't think that it, as many people. Of course, this is back when like Disney would let everybody in. It didn't get mad. There was no limits. Everybody comes in and crowds in. Oh, I thought you meant just let anybody in. They were no, exclusive no. about who was allowed <laughs> no, to come no, in, no. like a bouncer at the gate or something. <laughs> no. Um, as many people as they well, now I think they're a little more cautious about that stuff. Maybe not for much longer. Like having to pre-buy your tickets and pre-plan, you know, lots of pre-planning and stuff. But well, I, one thing I will not be pre-planning anytime soon ever uh, <laughs> is a uh, is a trip to Disney. Oh, you don't know. I mean, your children could get married and you could have grandkids and they'd say, come with us to Disney. No, they have, they've had the same experience I've had. Um, just, yeah, I'm not, not a fan. Not okay. a fan. Well, that, that's fine. You, you know what? You'll be saving some big bucks for not being a fan. Yeah, I will. <laughs> that's uh, for darn sure. And I'll go spend my money on some place that has real roller coasters. So, uh, you know. Okay, I get it. Yeah. You are you do like the roller coasters. I I like things to be fun and not tame. <laughs> and then I don't like to pay $10,000 for a hamburger. So, yeah, I uh You mean this it's a small world yeah. after all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't want to get on that boat yeah. and no, float yeah, around in yeah. there. You know I dream of that at night, getting on that boat and listening to that I've been stuck in there. Like having to sit there, the boats aren't moving. Hello. I think you've got uh, you've got a uh, case for the world court. I'm <laughs> sure that's against the Geneva Convention for you to be stuck in that place. Well, I don't know. Pirates of the Caribbean. Everybody talks about that, and I'm like, eh, eh, eh. eh. I just want a big old roller coaster. I was on it once. Eh. Some. There's only so much creepy animatronics you can see in one day. Um, so see, like I like going to the haunted mansion, though, and get in that booth thing. And, What's haunted you know, about it? Not, it's it's nothing. as tame it's as just it could fun. be. It's just fun. How is that fun? You're not moving anywhere fast and then dropping straight down or something like that. You're. It's like, okay, the, the biggest disappointment I ever had at Disney was when I was in high school. We find, everybody talked, oh, Disney, Disney, Disney. So we finally go. And not only did it. Well, Space, Mountain. Space, you know, Mountain, Space Mountain. All this hype. Oh, it's the scariest thing in the world. You'll never live through it. Most people die before they get halfway done. It's so scary. And I, and I get on it. I'm like, it's done. It's a, that's it? I was like. It was like the tunnel of love. I mean, it, it barely <laughs> waved, and it was, ooh, it's in the dark. Oh, ooh, scary, really scary. No, it was just lame. I uh, no. went to Bush Gardens and had the time of my life. I was going to say, they have some better next, roller coasters there. Next day, I went big to Bush Gardens and had the time of my life. So from that okay. day forward, it was been 
Nah, Disney. Disney, you can stay over there with your mice and infested with dogs. And <laughs> You're more into the crickets, Clydesdales, and, and the beer. Oh yeah, I'm loving the Clydesdales. That's a oh, and the beer tasting. Have you ever taken the tour though on the uh, Budweiser tour? I of the brewery? No. No. It's, it's no. pretty fascinating, honestly. Uh, the first time I went, we got caught in a major thunderstorm. and <laughs> got stuck in there? Darn. Yeah, yeah. And had to ride it out in the freezer room. So figure out what oh, that was like. Lord. You get soaked <laughs> outside. And the then thing. they put you in the, the freezer. The only place we could go to get out of the lightning storm was in the freezer room. It was right there. So everybody. Ay, ay, ay. And it was, and we're wet and freezing. Oh, now I we're thought, getting stiff. I thought it was going to be like you know a hundred thousand years, and they're going to come in and find us all frozen in ice in there. <laughs> it was just yeah, but it's kind of fascinating uh, to to go through, and amazing to me how huge that place is. We were there with Austin, but he was oh smaller. I mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm going to say in the seven to ten year range. So. We wouldn't have done that because it wouldn't have been of interest for yeah. him. Uh, no. And, you know, you guys just, you know, whenever I see you, you got a beer in your hand. So Yeah. <laughs> a beer, 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 yes. Give me a beer. When was the last time? When was the last time I even drank a beer? I, I, it's been, I bet it's been 40 years. I'm just saying, even if you don't drink beer, um, we go every year. Well, we don't go every year because it's gotten a little expensive. But uh, we go, most of the time we go down to visit family in St. Louis. We'll go yeah. back through on the tour again. Because even if you don't like beer or drink it at all, it's kind of a fascinating yeah. thing to see all the stuff that goes on and you know, all the things that go into to that glass how of beer. They actually yeah. make it, and yeah. how huge the place is. It's amazing. Well, they got to make a lot of beer. I mean, you get you can get your daily <laughs> steps in just taking the short tour in that thing. It Goodness. is just huge. But anyway. We are going to have guests a little bit later on in the show. We're going to have, I think, a couple of girls from the Marshall County Museum in. It's Looking Back, Moving Forward with the Marshall County Museum today. In the meantime, there is some local news that we can talk about. Um, I did attend the Marshall County Board of Zoning Appeals meeting on Tuesday evening. They had three, only three cases, so that was really nice because their meetings don't start till 7.30. It's like, are you kidding? 7.30 Yeah, those is... were late. Yes, and they have a tendency to let their meetings Oh yeah, they do. Stretch on yeah. and on their yeah. cases. It's like, yeah. oh, just get to it and get it over with. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but the first uh, request was a variance from Greg and Wendy Bullenbacher at fifty forty five West Shore Drive at Lake of the Woods. They were requesting a front yard setback reduction from the required thirty feet to zero feet to allow for stairs for a second story garage and actually the stairs have already been in place for a while although i mean uh, quite a while not just a few months sure quite a while um they did comment that there has not been any work really started upstairs on the second story of this. And so there was a lengthy discussion going clear back to when the Bolenbachers purchased the property in 1989. And then, of course, at uh, 
at a BZA meeting where somebody else, a neighbor, was seeking a variance for a setback. And Mr. Bolenbacher attended the meeting and spoke out and opposed that that uh, variance, yeah. reducing the setback. Um, so after more discussion, um, the board finally voted to deny the variance and re- and not reduce the front yard setback. So that means the stairs that have been in place now, I think for about two years, are going to have to be removed and relocated somewhere else on that garage. Okay. He was not happy when he left the oh, meeting. Oh, I'm I would tell sure. You. <laughs> so like, so I'm not getting a variance. Everybody else gets a variance, but I'm not getting a variance. Well. So, yeah. Uh, the second request came from Jonathan Helmuth. Um, he was requesting a special use to allow a small animal processing facility with no storefront, just going to process at uh, 563 Beach Road in German Township. This is an A1 agricultural district. Um, and he plans to build a 44 by 40 building with 12 foot ceilings so that he can process deer. Um, he actually plans, thinks in his first year that he'll be able to process 300 deer there with the assistance of three, three part-time people. Right. And, you know, deer season is, there's only a few different deer seasons. Right. Um, I don't know if there's... Spring deer season. I think it's all in the fall and then winter season, but I'm not sure. But yeah, um, he would have his business open from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. for people to come and drop off their deer. Um, but uh, the hours of processing that he would actually do the work on the deer, um, he said, would be from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. and he would only be open six days a week. Right. Um, he, I, th- I think he's Amish yeah. um, from over that way. Um, and the Board of Zoning Appeals did approve a special use with the limitation that he can only pr- do his processing from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then his drop-off hours remain from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. So that was not too bad. Yeah. And the final case was a variance of development standard for Michael and Jean Soderstrom uh, to allow an increase of lot coverage from the required 45% to 65%. So this is talking about the impervious area. The The county actually does have some requirements. You cannot have just on your lot complete hard surface everywhere right. because that just allows the water to run off of your property faster and if too many people do that, then it allows so much more water to run off into the drainage, whatever systems, faster. And it can overwhelm them. Yeah. And so um, the Sodastroms wanted to put a 16 by 30. Day. First off, they bought a house at Lake of the Woods, tore the house down, built a new house. Now that they have the new house built they want to put a 16 by 30 deck on the lake side of the home Mm -hmm. and they want to add a third garage stall at the road side of the home and Mm -hmm. so that makes them over the amount of uh, impervious surface in reality 
And of course, it, uh, Troy did say, or Troy, wow. Um, That's Ty, going back a yeah, year or two. Ty did say that, uh, you know, he wasn't going to get into all the things with a deck. But the deck, in reality, you know, you put the board down, you put a gap in, you put the next board down, you put a gap in. So you don't usually typically put your boards tight to tight on a deck. Yeah. There's space in between, so water, dust, snow, whatever can get down in there. And so that deck really isn't as impervious as you think because it's going to drip down underneath there where there there's ground. There's not grass. That's the problem. There's just going to be dirt. Um, and so, but after some discussion, um, they did allow uh, them that variant. So mm -hmm. if they're going to have a, a third, third stall garage in the front of the house, and they'll have their deck and be able to enjoy the lake a lot better on the back side of their house. See, guy was right. Everybody got a variance but him. <laughs> I'm a little bit worried because they already talked about next month's meeting that they'll be meeting. I forget the date they said, but they have six cases. It's like, See, I'm kind of surprised you only had three back when back in the day, oh, however my many years ago, they used to have six every time. Six, seven, eight, and nine. And then go yes. over existing cases. Um, uh, you know, they almost need to have a limit of how many cases they have because they just, I'm sorry, but they just have not figured out how to condense it down faster and get through well, it faster. They're, uh, they're thorough. <sighs> yes, they are. Um, I also did an or uh, a story about um, the flag collection box, and actually I, I got a picture this morning of Pam Schweitzer Betts with the flag box that will be in her front office on the third floor of the county building. Pam Schweitzer Betts is our veteran service officer, and Marshall County Commissioner Kevin Overmeyer asked her to attend the commissioners' meeting on Monday. And he asked her to bring her box along, or the Ooh. box along. And is like, okay, what's going Ooh. on here? She's bringing the box. What's this? And Commissioner Overmeyer said that last week, the three commissioners and the auditor attended the AIC Legislative Conference in Indianapolis. And the board of directors for the AIC, which is the Association of Indiana Counties, gave each county a flag box. So inside the cardboard box she had was a flag box. And Overmeyer gave that flag box to the veteran service officer and asked her to select a location for that box. And so at this point, she has decided, you know, to put it in her office. Overmeyer said people in the community can take their old tatter and torn flags and drop them off in the box. And then they will be disposed of properly. And actually, the American uh, veteran service off or the uh, veteran service officer probably will end up taking those flags to the American Legion, where they actually have a special ceremony that they do that includes yeah. a blessing of the flags before they are burned. Also, the Plymouth American Le uh, Legion auxiliary cuts the stars off of the flag. And then those are saved and given to veterans. So the flag box is on the third floor of the county building at room 306, which is the veteran service office. And anyone is welcome to go up and drop off uh, their flag there if they need to. Very good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, had an arrest. 
on Wednesday, February 9th at about 11.15 in the morning, uh, Plymouth Police were dispatched to 508 South Michigan Street for a domestic battery in progress. Uh, police officers arrived and conducted an investigation, and 26-year-old Juan Hernandez was arrested for felony domestic battery and incarcerated in the Marshall County Jail. 11.15 in the morning, I mean... I saw that. That was seems a little bit early, uh, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah, it's too much, too early in the day for that. Yeah, story. listen, no, I'm not gonna go there. That was too far. <laughs> that was too far. I'm glad I stopped myself. The Bourbon Town Council met on Tuesday evening in the town hall meeting room. They did have trouble with their Facebook live stream, so Council President Ward Byers provided a brief from the meeting to the media. Um, if because if you weren't in a meeting, you d- you didn't have anything to write from the meeting, so. I was online trying to watch the meeting. Um, a public hearing was held regarding the construction of a new waterworks improvement project. Uh, there was a presentation from Wessler Engineering to construct a new water treatment facility, rehabbing the existing well and drilling a new well to bring bourbon up to three water wells. The existing wells are part of the current water plant that was built in 1965 making them 50 years old so when you get to that that age eh, you know it's nice to have a backup (laughs) i found that out (laughs) when i turned 50 you needed a backup i needed a backup The Bourbontown Council reviewed a preliminary cost estimate prepared by Baker and Tilly for that project during their meeting. Uh, Town Council members also approved an intergovernmental agreement between Tippecanoe Township and Bourbon for the use of the uh, Lucas CPR device. That's the automatic defibrillator that... You know, somebody's having a heart attack and you're going to have to pump them all the way to the hospital. And instead of having a person do that, this is actually a machine that pumps their chest while you're transporting them. That way you can do other things, administer medications and those kind of things. Yeah. Or if they have other injuries, if they've been in an accident and have other injuries, you can you can attend to those. So um, the agreement allows for one device to be uh in the hands of the Tippecanoe Township Emergency Services with the understanding that they will be responsible for the care of the device while they have it, which they've worked together on the training for this whole thing, so I think it's a great idea. Uh, The Bourbon Town Council also approved the employment of Chuck DeWitt to serve as the town's planning and zoning director again, and... Um, they actually had a request that they denied a request of Haskins Underground. This is the contractor for the wastewater rehab project. Yeah. They were requesting a 45-day extension to complete the project with no explanation on why they needed the 45 days. Yeah. Haskins also requested an electrical box change that was not included in the original bid and contract signed by the town of Bourbon and Haskins Underground. So they denied their request during that meeting. And and unfortunately, I'm, I'm probably more than certain that nobody from Haskins was at the meeting. Yeah. You know, it was probably just handled, you know, without people 
attending, which yeah. if somebody was there, then they might they have been able explain. to get the answers yeah. and it would have been okay. Yeah. The Indiana Criminal Justice Institute awarded $3.3 million to 50 law enforcement agencies and government agencies for public safety and crime prevention initiatives. The funding was provided by the Edward Byrne Memorial Justice Assistance Grant. That's the JAG program mm -hmm. um, through the U.S. Department Bureau of Justice. And locally, the Marsh County Prosecutor's Office will receive a grant in the amount of $20,365.66. The funds will be used by the Marsh County Drug Task Force to identify, investigate, and arrest those persons involved in drug trafficking, drug cultivation, and drug manufacturing. So... Kind of drug-related then, huh? Yep, definitely yeah. drug-related. Yeah. And okay. Probably should be, too. Yeah. We also have an article that came to us from Moon Tree. No, Wild Rose Moon. Got to get the right moon. Yeah. Wild Rose Moon. Yeah. Uh, offering a chance for folks to see uh, Return to Normal. They are going to be performing on Saturday, February 19th at Wild Rose Moon in downtown Plymouth. They'll actually be there for the radio show and a concert. Oh, good. So it's a, it's a husband and wife duel uh, that has been performing together for almost 40 decades. So that's coming up. Tickets are $10 a piece. And you can get tickets at... Oh, 10 and $15, respectfully. Excuse me. <laughs> and you can get tickets at wildrosemoon.com or in Plymouth at Ask for Flowers or the Wild Rose Moon location at 115 North Michigan Street in historic downtown Plymouth. Historic downtown historic Plymouth. Historic downtown yes. Plymouth. Yes. And that is... Really, the end of local news. Yes. All right. Yes. Very good. We still got some time then for our guest. Um, what do you want to talk about now? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, that could be, so know that could be very know. dangerous. Yeah, definitely. Did you get a prize out of the folder yet? Oh, I can do that. Hang on. Oh, you know what? I bet. Yeah, no, I think I did put them in there. I think I did put something in there. A cute little prize. Uh, yes, it's a uh, car wash. From 821 Eight Car Wash. Car wash at 821. That would be at 821 Lincoln Way East in Plymouth. You're right. Over by Christo's Banquet Center, across the street from yes. Christo's Banquet Center. Right there on, yeah. in that corner area. Definitely. Uh, I saw them lined up out there the other day. You know, every car wash in town was that way yeah. yesterday because Jim was going to get our car wash because it was warm enough. Yeah, I was driving out there. I forget what day it was. They were lined up, I mean, out to the road out there waiting on it. Um, uh, I won't, I I was in the car wash line ugh, two weeks ago. Yeah. And it took us 45, no, 49 minutes <laughs> waiting before we got a car wash. You think you were waiting for a COVID test or something? Gosh, I just saw on Facebook, Burke's Outlet is going to be opening March 31st in Plymouth. What's that? 
It's going to open out there at Kroger, at the old Kmart. Oh, I thought that was going to be something else. Burke's Outlet. It is... Or it was going to be Bunny Boys or something that's up... I forget what it was. Somebody... Wasn't that wasn't the name that I remember? I was told that that they are um, the outlet franchise for Belks or Bells down in Florida. Huh. There's a lot. It's kind of like a. It's on the level of a Macy's. Okay. And then their leftover stock, their out of season stock, that kind of stuff, goes into. An outlet store. Right. And so that that's what their outlet store is. Okay. What was it that was... It was like something outlet that was supposed to be... That supposedly was going to... There was one in South Bend or something. That's what I oh, was... Oh, Ollie's. Yeah. He's coming to. Oh, okay. Just on the other end of the building. So they're going to be in the same building? He's going to be at... Pay, at the old pennies, and they're going to be. He's not going to have clothes. But, uh, oh, Fox okay. will so basically a... have a lot of clothes. Oh, They'll have some home okay. furnishings, probably. But uh, yeah. Okay. So. All right. Now uh, you have a little idea. Kinda. Not sure yet. Still, if I've so, got. See, okay. I just went on the website. Shoes, handbags, bath and bed. Home, men's, women's, kids, plus size, but juniors, toys, beauty, and more. Isn't an outlet store an outlet? I mean, I, I'm kind of, you, you got it's one on outlet. one end. You got another one on another end. It's kind of like uh, well, dueling outlets. I mean, Always uh, is going to have a ton of weird stuff. Okay. I, that, so totally different. A totally different setup. This will be a, 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 a little bit nicer store. Um, there won't be boxes that you'll look at stuff in. Where Ollie's has a lot of boxes that you'll have to pull something out of a box. Like. See, in other words, what you're telling me is if that Ollie's would be more my kind of store because it's, it's crazy. Oh, Probably. I wasn't going to say that. I wasn't going to say that. Probably. Um, and you know what? They have a lot of books. That's the one neat thing at Ollie's. Oh, I know. They have a big, large book section. Huge. Well, and I'm so, going to tell you, if you want to meet Jim Master in his natural habitat, <laughs> you'll, go, you'll go to the book section over there. Make sure make sure you don't poke him, though. He might... You know, don't, don't poke Jim when he's in What is in that? There. Don't poke a sleeping bear or yeah, something like that? Don't poke the bear. Yeah. Yeah. He's okay. when he's with his books, you don't want to interrupt that. That's uh Yeah. yeah. He'll probably be one of those guys enjoying <laughs> yeah, that sure one. Sure he will be. I Definitely. have no doubt about that. Okay. Well, you know, why don't we take a break? We can do that. Hopefully our guests um, will be coming down the uh, alleyway quickly. I don't know why. I you didn't there find some... your diet, your um, your no, crazy it's, diet. It, it's gone. It is have you searched for it? High and low. Have you well, moved things? I haven't gotten down on my hands and knees okay. and crawled around well, on the floor. There's the problem. I've looked under all the equipment here and behind the stuff. Yeah, they're gone. I that and it's just one. It's the one that okay It's, it's the reddish one. Yeah, it's the one that kept changing colors. 
Oh. That's the one that's missing. That's why I'm scared. He could be anywhere, massing well, you know, an army of demons to come and invade here. That's that's what could be happening he right now. Have changed colors if you hadn't had all that orange Cheeto dust on your fingers when you touched it. Now wait a minute! I don't, <laughs> ah, now I'm losing another one. There you go. Oh, I the can't the dice are going to be beating up on you really quickly. Uh, oh man! Yeah, they are. The dice are beating up on me. Let's um, give this away. And it is a car wash at 821, endorsed by my children who love it. Uh, caller number 5 at 574-936-4096. 936-4096. Don't forget you need the 574 as well. So uh, here we go. At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because it's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country. We're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County with programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price. You can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane, seriously local. Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, no taxes and no hidden cost. What they say is what you pay. Apex Waste is not only a local family owned and operated company, but a company dedicated to reliable, friendly service, meeting and exceeding expectations. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-2739. The Marshall County Commissioners will conduct a public hearing on the proposed establishment of a regional sewer district on Monday, February 21st at 6 p.m. The public hearing will be held in the county building. During the public hearing, property owners and interested parties will have the opportunity to make comments and ask questions. Documents for the Marshall County Regional Sewer District are available at the Plymouth Public Library and online at www.jpronesource.com slash marshall dash county dash rsd. Once again, the public hearing will be held on February 21st at 6 p.m. in the county building. Hey, Dr. Jenner, what do you remember most about playing high school sports? Oh, I loved it. I made friends and have memories I'll treasure forever. But what mattered most were the life lessons I learned in the soccer field. Life lessons. Which are your favorite? Just being part of a team. You learn so many valuable skills. Collaboration, communication, work ethic. These are just some of the lessons that have helped shape the person I am to this day. I'm Dr. Katie Jenner, Indiana Secretary of Education. And I'm Paul Knight, Commissioner of the Indiana High School Athletic Association. Join us in celebrating the 50th anniversary of Title IX and the opportunities this provided female student athletes across this country, including here in Indiana. Thanks to Title IX, generations of female student athletes have learned life lessons that will impact them for the rest of their lives. And that is a legacy worth celebrating. This is 50 years of Title IX. This is celebrating generations of female student athletes. This is your IHSAA. Chances are, if you're from the Plymouth area, you or someone you know has purchased a vehicle from Oliver Ford Lincoln. For more than 60 years, Oliver Ford Lincoln has been serving the Plymouth area by offering new and used vehicles at an affordable rate. What separates us from the pack is our commitment to service. Oliver Ford Lincoln is focused on the customer at all times. Hi, I'm John Oliver. 
At Oliver Ford Lincoln, we treat you like family. That's why our amazing staff has been with us over the long haul and why so many customers come back for all of their automotive needs. Come give us a try today. We'll take great care of you. Once upon a time in a convenience store, a woman asked, which zero-calorie drink will I like more? The cashier said, I have a thought. Coke Zero Sugar always hits the spot. The taste made her heart fill with laughter, and with her Coke Zero Sugar, she lived happily ever after. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, unbelievably delicious. No trip to the store is complete without the unbelievably delicious zero-calorie taste of Coke Zero Sugar. text 574-307-6647. Let's get back to what's your opinion on WTCA in Plymouth. Here's Kathy and Rusty. And Bill. Going to be washing oh. his, washing his, uh, I'm assuming Bill drives a Range Rover. That's just what I'm thinking. My head, that's, that's my backstory. Uh, you know, you said that and she said, and now here's Kathy and Rusty. And you said, and Bill, and I thought yeah. Bill was joining us. Like, like I don't know anybody Bill? named Bill. Oh, okay. It just it just surprised me the way you said. Oh, I'm thinking, oh, well, I'm thinking. Oh, we got somebody else here. Who's here? I was trying to segue, Kathy. I guess my artisanship is just lost on you. That's <sighs> what they taught me in school. All right. I spent four years learning how to say the word <laughs> Bill. That's what happened. There you go. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Bill, on the car wash. <laughs> yes, Bill. You can drive your Range Rover right in there, and they'll take care of you. There so. you go. Yeah. And that music means that we have girls in from the Marshall County Museum, and we are actually fortunate enough to have the brand-new executive director of the Marshall County Museum with us this morning. Good morning, Sandy. Good morning, you guys. Will Thank you get you a little closer to your mic? I sure Thank sure you. do that. Is that better? <laughs> yes, it's so nice to have you here. Thank you. Well, I'm glad to be here. It's nice to be invited. You are replacing Linda, who has been in that chair for almost 30 years. 30 years, yes. Quite a legacy. Although you have been around the museum for a while. I have. I've worked for the museum now for uh, two years this month. And I okay. had an association with them going back farther Yes, with the magazine column that I write for my old business pull your microphone closer thank you um so uh what do you see um in the future for the museum are we going to be able are, will we see a difference or um that's, will things that's a very good question <laughs> i've been thinking a lot about that um, I was telling the staff in the staff meeting that, you know, part of the reason I was so excited about taking the job, though, was because of all of them. 
we have such a wonderful team. And so I'm really looking forward to just working with everyone in, in a new capacity. Mm-hmm. And um, we talked a lot, too, just about the legacy that Linda's created, um, you know, between former staff members, Linda, um, wonderful board, our volunteers, the county. You know, there's just been so many people that have contributed to where the museum is today. Mm-hmm. And so I charged the staff, though, with thinking this week about, um, you know, looking back. You know, we talked about where the museum was 30 years ago. We were in a completely different building. <laughs> you know, technology has changed so much. Oh, yes. The collection has grown so much. Um, but then, you know, put your forward-thinking eyes on, and where do we want to be in 30 years? That kind of like goes with looking back, moving forward. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we've made so much progress, and we have this really wonderful legacy to build on. And now, you know, what steps are we going to take as a team moving the ball forward? I, I can remember at the commissioner's meeting on Monday when you were appointed um, by the county commissioners to the position, um, and then you had to turn around and do your first quarterly report. Yes. Um, and there was something that you talked about that you were creating the, is it the QR code? Is A that QR what code, okay. yes. See, yes. I'm not real technology no, minded. No, that's fine. That's, those are those funny little pictures you see everywhere. Those little square boxes. Exactly. Yes. Look so mysterious to folk of our generation, yes. including me. <laughs> So actually, when I started working for the museum, um, the gal who was doing a lot of our communication stuff was of a much younger generation. So I said, you know, for for folks my age, those things are a mystery. And yes. I said, we really need to have a step by step, very simple, how to use this thing. Because what we, we wanted to do is we realized that, you know, so many of our exhibits, that there's so much information, but people are on the move and they can only take in so much at one time. Mm-hmm. So maybe we have a minimum amount of written signage, but then that little QR code, all they have to do is take a picture of it with their phone and it goes directly to our website and they can get a much deeper dive on whatever the topic is. So it, it's really a wonderful tool and, you know, during the COVID um, times that we were mm-hmm. closed in the past, you know, those were things that we were able to really explore, you know, use our time wisely and say, wow, you know, this this tool is something that we could develop that would, you know, not only help us now, but moving into the future. Nice. Well, that's kind of exciting then. Yeah. You'll be, be able to watch, look around the museum. Now, is there anything right now? Yes. Like if you yes. walk down Garrow Street, the two exhibits in the window, one on Marshall County um, during the Prohibition era and one on the um, Centennial of uh, Women's Suffrage, both of those have QR codes. And okay. so you can get more information on both those exhibits by, um, and especially the Prohibition one has some really great stories about things that happened in the county. It's just fascinating and, nice. and funny too. Then we're adding, um, our newest exhibit is about the sesquicentennial anniversary of the courthouse's construction. Yes. And so we're working right now to add the QR code to that. So yeah, is your pass on there, there you Click go. that link. Yeah. That new technology exactly. is sneaking into the museum. Very true. <laughs> wow, that's really great. Um, so basically, everything stayed as is at the museum. Um, at this point, just the new director moved into the seat. I took it. I took over the chair. Yes, and, and the keys. And Linda I took says over the key. you can have the yes, keys. Yes. I don't want the keys. Yeah, the I county don't... actually you know makes you turn the keys back in on your last day. <laughs> so I saw Linda do it. Very good. Well, I think Linda wanted to get rid of those keys so that she didn't have the. I I know there had been a few times over the thirty years where there's been 
uh, calls in the oh, evening or yes. in the night that yes. she had to go to the museum. Yeah. Got to have a little excitement overnight, <laughs> yes. right? Um, yeah. I can remember there there was a point where there were people were climbing up and getting on the roof of the museum. Yeah. And so, yeah, yes. It's a little extra drama. <laughs> so she was happy to get rid of those keys. Yeah. But she's going to be a volunteer now. She is. That was our joke, that she retired on uh, officially on Saturday was her last day, fe- February 6th. And we figured, well, February 7th was her first official volunteer day. <laughs> so she's an official volunteer <laughs> yes. now. And she kindly came in on Monday and helped me um, finish up the payroll. And she came to the commissioner's meeting. Um, she was actually surprised getting that proclamation. Oh, yes. We, we, we did our best to keep it a secret. Um, and so we actually managed to pull it off very good yes yes because it it was really kind of funny that i don't know the way kevin was acting or whatever you know he he got up off from behind the bench and the commissioners all moved to the forward and she goes do do i need to move you know no 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 you stay right there this is for you yeah and so uh, she was she wasn't sure what was happening yes, there for yeah. a minute. But, yeah, because yeah. originally she was not planning to come to the meeting, and so that was our task. So did as you the like staff say, uh, to say, think. well, you know, I think we really do need you to come, and maybe you could bring those reports, and I might have some questions since it's my first meeting. You know, I, I really would feel more comfortable, and yeah. So we were tasked secretly by the commissioners to get Linda to the meeting without letting her in. You know, on what was going to happen. Very good. Oh, well, that's wonderful. Well, we want to welcome you to that new position. And any time that you have anything going on um, that you want to talk about or get the word out about, uh, don't hesitate not to give us a call. Great. Um, we'll try and squeeze you in and get you on the radio if we awesome. need to. Awesome. I will so. be right over. Very good. So also with you this morning is Iris Fry. Good morning, Iris. Good morning. Iris has been coming for, I don't know. Probably a few months at least. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely a few months. We're getting, if I feel like we're getting closer to the year point already. Oh, yeah. I, I think uh, year will officially be in August. So I'm okay. looking forward to the summertime again. Yeah. A deal. Um, well, you're the one who kind of keeps us up to date on what's happening at the museum. Mm-hmm. So what's going on at the museum? Well, as the year gets closer, uh, we're getting close to March as we're in February and March as you know is the beginning of our brown bag series for 2022 and so uh, we have all the presenters picked out they've got their topics ready and uh, basically I'm just getting ready to start contacting our first one to really pull it together get some posters out gotta walk around in the cold but yes (laughs) definitely so let's talk a a little bit in depth about uh, the first brown bag lunch so the first brown bag lunch will be on March 11th. It'll be Josh Duffy again. We had him in 2021, and he talked about uh, Gene Goldkett, the Prince of Jazz. And so this is sort of going to be tying into Goldkett's life a little bit later, where he's going to be talking about the Greystone Ballroom. Not a Plymouth uh, ballroom, but it was uh, Goldkett's first ever ballroom and that would be where he performed a lot and i believe it was in michigan Mm -hmm. detroit detroit area Mm -hmm. but but the connection is that he was from here yes and so this this gentleman who was so musically inclined ends up opening you know in in detroit and becomes really famous there too 
Indeed, and we're sort of hoping that that ties in with the opening of our own theater again, the Reese <laughs> Theater. So uh, hopefully, all these things connect, or you know, it's okay if it doesn't. But <laughs> well, it's kind of nice though, because mm-hmm. in fact, this morning we were just driving by. This morning we saw another load. This has to be a, for us that we saw the fourth load of drywall that was being delivered in there. You don't realize how big that building is yeah. or that room is until you have to start putting drywall up right, and then right. it like is like there's going to be a lot of drywall yep. oh, yeah so it, yeah. it does kind of go hand in hand with that so i like that um and we you don't have brown bags 12 months out of the year um, because of the weather you kind of take a little break um people get into the holiday season and all that and then you get into this crazy winter weather where we never know what's going to happen so instead of making people try to come out and and honestly when you think about it i mean on some of these we've you've i've seen 50 people in there well you have 50 people tromping in there through the snow with the ice and the salt that's out there and i mean that's just a big cleanup for you guys afterwards then so yeah they can they can wait until march mm-hmm. when hopefully the snow will all be gone yeah, yeah. a little less salt on the sidewalks <laughs> <That's right. laughs> exactly we've been mopping though so oh, it's yeah. all good <laughs> very good so um p- it, people can go to facebook or to the museum's website um and see the whole list of of the different sh- um brown bags that you're going to have and they coincide with pretty much with the second friday of every month yeah you can you can kind of plan ahead for those and at this point they're going to be in person the the first one's going to be over zoom but that's because he lives so far away so um he would be on the screen but we're thinking we could have people in and we have a fantastic new screen in our space that you want to show off oh yeah and we could put that up there so people could still come in and watch as if it was in person or if they don't have the technology at home or they don't want to figure out Zoom. <laughs> Otherwise, they can go to the museum's website or, or Facebook and get the get how to contact you to get hooked up into the Zoom. Exactly. And I'll have that up probably uh, starting next week. I'll try starting to put that up online. So it's not there now, but it will be soon. Okay. I go to Zoom meetings and all I know is always keep the agenda because they have the link here so it's like for me it's just (laughs) okay push this button the qr code of zoom yes (laughs) i um i've run into some problems on sometimes when i've gone to like i've gone to this meeting for you know months and now all of a sudden it's i need a password i'm like freaking out of course because i wait until most meetings it seems like county meetings uh, well the they they turn it on just just barely before minutes, the meeting yeah. starts and yep. i'm tr- so i'm freaking out i'm going out trying to figure out how to- the museum will make it much easier that's than right that for mm-hmm. you yeah you won't have to worry about freaking out to no. get oh, hooked yeah. up i you send you the link it just comes you <laughs> click and off you go mm-hmm. very good so the first one will pro will basically be a zoom event that you can watch on your laptop or or your tablet or something yes Okay. So it'll be that one. And then as, as it goes, we're going to play it by ear for the remaining ones, just seeing where we are snow-wise, COVID-wise, et cetera. All of that craziness. And then a lot of times you guys have a YouTube site or a yeah, yeah. Yeah, YouTube site that you then can post them there afterwards. Mm-hmm. As long as we have the permission of the speaker, 
We try to post them on our YouTube channel, so if you miss it, you don't miss too much, and you can always go back and watch it, especially with one of our upcoming ones in August. I think it'll be pretty popular with people looking online. Are you going to give us a little hint? Oh, yeah. Well, we also have uh, Sandy here who can talk about it a little bit as well. It's what it's worth. It'll be August 12th. Joe Kens will be talking about sort of the first steps you need to take about what do you do with uh, items that you have. You don't know what to do with them. Should you take them in to be assessed? And uh, It's a question we get a lot at the museum as people are sort of deaccessioning things at home. Like you have this lovely set of china, for instance. Your children don't want it. You know, what What do you do with it? Um, and so Joe is a licensed appraiser, and he's going to come in and try to give people some tips on, you know, how, how do you find out how, something, how much something is worth? You know, if you do want to sell it, how do you go about doing that? If you want to donate it, what are some avenues for that? So I, I do, I agree with Iris. I think it's going to be really popular. It's a question that we get a lot. Very good. Well, a lot of people, yes, I'm going to be downsizing someday. Yes. And I and all I can think of was when I look around my house, holy moly, we have a lot of stuff right. here. You know, and if we ever go down into a smaller home, we can't take all of this with us. Yeah. And, and some of it has, you know, a deep feeling for right. me. It was a family thing. I'm, I'm still wondering just recently what happened to the family cake plate we always made the birthday cake on this red plate right exactly and i don't know where it is yep. Uh, yep. but then it was like well is is it an antique and is it worth it my kid my right. kids yeah, you know the younger generation or, they're right. not into grandmas and great grandma stuff right not it doesn't as much fit right now. in their family cake plate yes we have a special plate that we put would put the birthday cake on for everybody yes a, a cake a, a, a tradition. traditional cake plate yes it sat in the in the cabinet the glass cabinet with the doors and when we were having a birthday we made the cake and then we would go in there and it wasn't a pedestal cake either it was just a flat one but we'd go in there and get the cake plate and everybody knew what what one it was uh, <laughs> I get maybe, it. <laughs> maybe maybe it was just that it, when a cake was made in my house growing up, no one knew it because it was gone before anybody there saw you go. it. But, there you go. Uh, yeah, we heard about you guys last time with the candy. At time. We, we know how things went down at your house. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I have never heard of a cake plate. Well, you know what a real See, cake plate I, is is like on a pedestal. And then the plates on top. Okay, well, and a to lot of me, times it has a glass cover to over To me, it that's or, only in a, like a, a fancy pastry shop or something you get that stuff. I, I Your cakes no, come in an 8 by 11 real, pan and you just well, like now they do. square. And, My mom used to bake them from scratch. But okay. But like I said, I don't think it lasted long enough to actually put it on a plate. <laughs> so other than the one you were shoveling it in your mouth with. I I don't know. You know, that's, that's the difference between women and men. There you go. It, it really <laughs> yeah, is. It's just a, I mean, a generalization. Well, now, you were just saying young people. that I'm not sentimental at all. But, I, no, you're that, not. That, like, very, very few things am I sentimental about. I got just a couple. I, I just don't have any. I don't know. I, 
I would be a cornucopia for you guys. I'd give you everything. Yeah, yeah there you, you go. This. Here's a cake plate. Yeah. Would you like it? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what it's for. I'm going to give that to Kathy, though. Yeah. <laughs> Rusty's going down to build a little beach hut, you know, yeah. on, the, on the beach. Oh, So here, you can to. have everything. everything. Yes. It doesn't have to be. It's a lean-to. It's not even a hut. It's just this little open thing. But, there you yeah. go. But, yeah. but people do have things. Yes. Um, that have been handed down right. or, or whatever, and you and you do wonder. Yeah, so um, we're hoping that you know, Joe's program would give them some knowledge for making some of those decisions. Very, it sounds very interesting. So in August, okay. Um, another thing, you know, the, our Marsha County Museum is really known for is the genealogy uh, room where you can actually yep. go in, and the Genealogy Society. Um, it is pretty active here in Marshall County um, for folks. In fact, I, I just, well, it must have been a couple of weeks ago because I think their meeting was February, early February 3rd, maybe, or something. It's always like the that. first Tuesday, so yeah. I think. It was pretty early in the month. And uh, so Karen sent me a little thing and said, hey, can you put, put this up, which we did. But, um, you know, they're looking, always looking for members, but you can go to the genealogy meetings and not be a member. And yeah, kind of see if if yeah, if you're thinking about starting a family tree or just look into your family's past and how you do that. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of help there. Yeah, and uh, upcoming for the uh, March meeting, uh, Anita, our Anita at the museum, Anita Watskapinski will be speaking in depth about the census records and how you can use those to look into your genealogy. Census records. That's, yeah. I, I would be surprised. I would, I kind of thought those things were like not shareable or whatever. So no. um, maybe and, and in the olden days. They, Anita's know. fascinating too. If you haven't had the opportunity to ever hear her speak, she's so entertaining. So she makes, um, not only does she know a lot, the way that she's able to present it, it makes it really accessible, but also really fun. I mean, she's just a great speaker. And uh, yeah, the genealogy side of the museum just is such a wonderful resource, just the depth of information that people can access. And and, and the staff that work in there are very helpful mm. uh, for somebody who, you know, maybe is just beginning or maybe you just want to go back and look in, at some family property. Um, you know, how, how, when did my grandparents buy this or my great grandparents or even farther down the line? And, you know, sometimes you can even find out what they yeah, paid for we, it. We really get a, a wide variety of questions in the library. Um, everything from people planning lessons for school to actual wow. genealogy. And I think people think because, you know, oh gosh, that information is all available online now, I can just do it myself. It's really not true. Um, it still requires, I think, you know, someone who kind of knows the ropes to help you get started or you get stuck in a certain place. Mm -hmm. And so someone like Anita or Karen or Iris who knows the knows the road yeah, can Ooh, really be helpful Iris. as you start Are digging you? in. Yes, working on that, huh? Well, I, I'm still pretty, I'm a beginner of it, but I I like researching. That's uh, what librarians do. So I, I like to think I'm getting better at it. Yeah, she she's actually a whiz. So don't she's just being modest. Very good. Um, and, and I I should mention Karen Rediger has been big and very active, 
And she was going to switch from full-time to part-time She is, starting in March, yes. Karen is going to um, become part-time, which we just laugh because we're just going to pay her for part-time because she's still going to be there all the time, (laughs) like Linda. (laughs) Um, But it's, you know, it's been a labor of love for Karen, too, just like Linda. And so I think, you know, she truly enjoys the job. So I'm sure that she will be around and available more hours than she's working. But Iris is going to be taking Karen's full-time spot. Taking that position. Yeah. So we're we're excited about that. So who's going to come on the radio? Is she going to still come on the radio? Or? Well, I don't know for well, we like the interim. Yeah. So yeah. we'll still let her come over. Okay. Oh, going to let me go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when you come, you have to bring some interesting tidbits about an, some some person in this community that happened to them or something. All there right. You, go. you know, and that's one thing, folks, on this program. If you ever want to know something about a house that is built here or a person or a business, um, the the museum, everybody there, if we tell them, like, hey, we're interested in uh, um, the big white house with the fountain right, right, right there, right. Um, can you can you tell us about it? They'll come next month with some information about that sure. house, yeah. who built it, why Happy it was built, that. you know, who lived there, and you know, somebody to have a, built a big that big a house. It must be pretty important. I can so, actually tell you that one. <laughs> that, see, look at that. These guys know everything. Who lived there? The Stanleys. That was the Stanley house. Do you do you remember Eugene Stanley? Yes, I actually do. Um, I, I I the only part I know about that house really is. Down in the basement, they had an office, yes, a big office area actually, and the girls did clickleography. Yeah, Mr. Stanley had a printing business, and they did um, funeral announcements, I believe. Yes. and there was and a the books even. They used to like you would write your name in the book, mm-hmm. and then they would get those pages from that, and they would make it look beautiful. Yes. So the book that you were given actually was all in the clickleography instead mm-hmm. of you know the hand scratching that yep. everybody else put on there right right yeah, yeah. um the la- one of the ladies that worked there ended up coming to work at the radio oh, station nice. okay so well, but i had to go over there a few times and drop something off so yeah um the basement part was all the only place i've ever been in that's a big big house a big fancy looking yes. house yes mm-hmm. it's and, very pretty uh, on the inside you know that's and it's empty right now yes it is i think uh people who own um cashing creek flowers owns that home too this is true yes so i don't know we'll see what happens there but that's kind of cool okay so you learned a little something today that you weren't planning there we go (laughs) good deal um and iris i i know sue usually does it um Mm. she one of her monthly jobs is creating something online uh for younger folks to do probably with an adult assistance but yeah um so what has she got going on this this month so this month we have counting on the president so if you've ever seen any sort of a dollar bill or coin you have probably (laughs) seen some faces on there that you may or may not recognize a lot of those are presidents and then on the back sometimes you can even find famous monuments and things like that and so this is going to be how you can learn about those sort of like making your own little book of all the different faces that appear, maybe even if you were going to make a coin or some currency of some sort, what would you put on it? Would ah. it be a, what shape would it be? You know, all those sorts of things. 
we all like the round, but it doesn't have to be round. Mm -hmm. That would be interesting. Very good. Um, you know, and, and I know, um, Sandy, you talked about it early on, but um, and you talked about it at the commissioner's meeting. Can you delve in a little bit more on the front window yeah. of the museum, what's there? Yeah, we, when we were doing our exhibit calendar last year, we were looking for different you know, anniversaries that were coming up this year. And we realized, oh, my goodness, it's the courthouse's 150th birthday. So that would be you know, something that we could really do a little bit more in depth on um, in terms of an exhibit. And we got uh, just fascinated by the work that's going on now with the tower and um, the folks at the courthouse at the county were very helpful in sending us pictures and information. And um, one of our volunteers, um, Anita Boatsma, um, she uh, actually did a lot of research on the company that built the clock, um, the clockworks, and the mm. bell. So that was all of that information will be in the QR code. But um, one of the pictures that caught our eye was some folks standing up next to the clock and just how big it is when you're actually standing up there. It's over five feet tall, so almost, you know, human size. And yes, so it, Anita spent some time online and created this really wonderful uh, fabric clock face, which is uh, almost an exact uh, facsimile of the clock itself. And so that's what we were trying to show in the um, exhibit window that if you were actually standing next to the clock, especially, you know, back in the 1870s when it was put up, oh, yes. it would have been just as big as a person. Yes. And so it was fun, you know, just to see all of those things. And um, if you come by and look in the window, we have some of the original blueprints. Um, they're actually copies. We have the original blueprints in the library. But um, the blueprints are from the 18 or 1914 renovation that was done. But we have the actual bill from the original building. Again, it's just a facsimile. We have yes. the bill not in the window, but in the library. So you can see the actual accounting of, of all handwritten of the cost of the uh, construction of the building. Wow. Do you know what the grand total was? You know what? I do, as a it, matter of fact. I don't have it with me, though. Um, I will. I will get that for you. I want to say it was like in the neighborhood <laughs> of a hundred and fifty thousand. I think that's right, and it included the furniture. Wow. Yeah, and oh so my. it would be it would be the equivalent today of about two million dollars, I think. But you know, it seemed very reasonable for back in the day for the the size of the building. And and, and you know, so much of what it was in the building hasn't changed i mean they still have the original floors yes which um you know are, are fancier floors right. it's not just you know something plain there and the woodworking and right. the courtrooms yeah now some of them they have upgraded and taken and, and they've moved, moved things in. around yeah. and um one thing that was interesting is in one of the renovations they took um, marble that had been used in a part of the building and reused it for other purposes so oh, that seemed neat. you know like a really forward-thinking thing to do they used it for tabletops and different things that's a that's a good thing yeah yes, i thought definitely. i was very impressed with that and they um used some brass detailing that had been in um, one spot and moved it to other places and so a lot of that will be in the QR code, too, that talks about, you know, some of the changes they made over time and um, things that they refound at different points, like paintings that had been painted over. Mm. And uh, we have pictures that show um, originally the building had 12 um, chimneys. And so the, wow. those were removed at one point in the 40s. Well, um, I'm guessing that's how they kept it warm in the exactly. wintertime. Yeah, exactly. So I just things know. that you don't don't <laughs> think about. And you can still see the original um, hole in the ceiling for ringing the bell. 
So, you know, that's electronic now. But, you know, yes. back in the day, you, know, you pulled on that rope. <laughs> Somebody had to go pull that yeah. rope. I wonder if they pulled the rope every day at noon, like the bell goes off I now at noon did. or not. Yeah, and what they said one thing it was used for was to, the bailiff would ring the bell when it was time to um, reveal the verdict. So if people wanted to oh, come back to hear um, what was happening. So you could listen for that bell and come on back. Very interesting. Well, they cool. ought to do that for you now. Yes, it, w- it would be nice. Well, usually you wouldn't you have, have to set your phone with no alarm. You could just listen re- to the bell. Usually, I get a connection. I have a connection. Oh, somebody okay. there will call me All and right. say, "Hey, they've got to already come back." Yes, right. so, yes. you know, yeah. the technology has stepped up there. But, yeah, uh, true. Well, that's really neat. not as fun though. No, <laughs> not as charming, right? No, <laughs> like everybody see. Oh, the bell's ringing. There's, <laughs> there's a verdict. Everybody <laughs> run. Yes. Yeah. Let's go find the drama. out. I know. Yes. The community aspect. Yeah. <laughs> Let's find out. Are they going to hang him on the courthouse lawn? <laughs> right? <laughs> Put yeah. him in, in stockades. Well, know. another thing that, that's funny is, you know, the original plat called for a burying ground um, there. And there was a, a seminary and a um, market. And so it's just, it's really fascinating to see, like, you know, what was just of the day in the 1870s. Very typical. Very interesting. And another fun thing in the windows, we have a batch of old keys. And so it's just kind of fascinating to look at all the different shapes and the little tags for what the things were for. Wow. It, very good. Well, you know, it's just kind of fun stuff. So, you, you know, if you don't have time to go in the museum and spend an hour or so, you can actually just spend a few minutes and look at the windows and still see yep. some very interesting information and tidbits that you might not have known. And it's, it doesn't hurt to learn something yeah, new. that's right. And then you can click on the QR code yes. later and read more. And that, okay, Iris. So mm-hmm. I, I just take my phone mm-hmm. and I go to the camera. Yep. And I just get the camera on my phone over that and it clicks and then it will take me to where I need to go. So once you take the picture, it does usually require you to go back to that picture. And once it registers seeing it, you know, technology is not perfect. Yes. It, um, once it registers seeing it, there should be like a little white box that appears under it and it'll say some sort of like website and you can click on that and that'll take you right to it. Okay. Very good. Well, I'll have to try it one of these days. I. I've not been a, a clicker, but I have even seen them. I've seen them on TV now. Yeah. yeah. Like donate for, I think, it, I think it, it wasn't Riley's house. I think it's the other, the guys who drive the little motorcycles in, in the, Shriner. the Shriners. Shriners, yes. I think it was for the Shriners and it had the QR code and it's like, click here, you know, put your camera here and take a picture. So. Mm-hmm. I, one of these days, I'll walk down to the museum when there's no snow out there right. yeah. and uh, take a picture and, and, and check that out mm-hmm. and learn more information. But, you know, the, the museum, you could go in the museum and spend hours if you wanted to. Yeah, you really could. Um, and, and we should also mention that we have people who come and run the trains, especially yes. on the weekends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've been gearing up for Valentine's Day, so they're uh, already they're setting up a whole bunch of hearts. They have some Valentines if anybody wants to grab some free Valentine's cards to give out at school. Yeah, Lou and John Davis do that, and they do such a wonderful job. It's just really heart and soul. John runs the trains, but Lou plans all sorts of special activities for the kids, and every Saturday, 11 to 1. 
So if you if you have children, come up because you will have a wonderful time. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the museum there, and that's something really fun for the kids. Yep. So yeah, and Lou's got some um, plans coming up this year too. She's building a ticket booth. And so that'll oh, be a new wow. feature in the room, and she's adding some Edison bulb lighting, so it'll yes. look a little bit more like you know the old-fashioned train station lighting. Mm-hmm. So that'll be something fun for the kids to see too. Wow, yeah. and and they're volunteers. They're volunteers, yeah. So once again, you know, yeah. One thing I mentioned at the commissioners' meeting is last year our volunteers logged a thirty-three hundred hours. So that tells you, how, you know, how mm-hmm. much and and. And volunteers do a wide variety. They sure do. Yeah, we have folks that work in the library that do transcribing of records. Um, We have uh, ladies that help with exhibit design. And, you know, and then when we take exhibits down, putting things back into the collection, uh, you know, our our board members are volunteers, too. Mm -hmm. And um, then we have folks like Lou and John who work with the kids. Um, So we have and we have folks that come in and clean. You know, we just really have, you know, just really wonderful staff of um, volunteer help. If somebody is looking for, uh, you know, something to do to get out of the house for a few hours, uh, stop by the museum and see if we're always looking that you can find something that matches up and, you know, volunteer at the museum. Yep. Very true. Mm -hmm. Very simple to do. So Um, anything else you girls have in I I wanted to just mention one other exhibit item. Yes. Um, Once again, very timely, coming up for Valentine's Day. Um, The museum participates in the Downtown Merchants uh, Association, and they're doing a Galentine's thing this weekend for Valentine's Day. And so some of the folks are highlighting um, specific local lady or particular lady that they felt was worthy of mentioning. And so we participated in that. And uh, our first Garrow Street window is about Eva Lummert. Uh, She was an entrepreneur in the 1950s. She had an automobile-related business. Right, good. And so um, our window features uh, Eva. And uh, she's also part of our permanent collection upstairs in the transportation room. Uh, You know, when you think about it, back in, in, in the 50s, that was, you know, that was still basically a woman's place was at home exactly yeah <laughs> not in the business world exactly yeah she um it, she, she and her husband had uh, the first sale barn in marshall county and they were agents for john deere and then later for cadillac but their marriage dissolved late in the 1940s and as part of the settlement she ended up with two of their companies and um so she ended up running lemmert engineering and um, they patented a couple of, you know, like really interesting different things. One was called the C-Trim Afterplane. They also did the Airflex Riveter, hmm. this Electrol Water Injection System, and Air Level Shock Absorbers. Oh, yeah, so that was her, her company. But she also had a really interesting social life. She was entertained by Howard Hughes. And she also was entertained by Walt Disney in his studio. So she was quite well known, her company too. Um, and you know, again, right here, local lady. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay, so people gotta, gotta check that yep. out. Come by and read a little about Eva. Yeah, definitely. Fantastic. Well, I wanna thank you guys for coming and spending time with us this morning. We look forward to it every month. Well, thank you for Part of what us. is we, we oh, look yeah. forward to the music that we bring you in. Yes. That's, oh, yeah. That's that's all, it's a pretty that's good true. Yeah, definitely. People can't see the good little dancing that's going on <laughs> Exactly. <here. laughs> Everybody's moving and grooving that's to that right. way. <laughs> well, thank you guys for coming by. We Happy appreciate Valentine's it. Day. Oh, yeah. Thank Happy you. Happy Valentine's Day.
Break time. Break time. Break time. The Belmart BP station at the corner of Michigan and Jefferson Streets in downtown Plymouth not only provides BP fuel to keep you moving down the road, but they can also keep you moving throughout the day. Some gas can cause nasty dirt deposits to build up on critical engine parts, dragging your fuel economy down and leading to unexpected trips to the mechanic. All grades of BP gasoline have Invigorator, a cleaning agent that helps defend your engine against dirt to give you more miles to the tank, and that means more easy going for you. And how about the fuel you put in your own tank? The Belmart BP station has Gatorade Thirst Quencher, two for $3.50, or the new Buy a Boost. It's a Wonder Water, a plant-based energy drink, two for $4. Check out the Belmart Coffee Bar with hyper-caffeinated Jamaica Me Crazy, Blueberry Muffin, or Decaf Coffee. Plymouth Belmart BP opens at 4 a.m. for all you early birds. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average, and those savings add up. Imagine what you could buy in the future. So, yeah, I used the savings from switching to Progressive 50 years ago to finally buy my dream car. It's a self-driving flying car, but we just say self-flying now. You know, because it's the future, and cars fly in the future. So switch to Progressive and save big, because those savings can add up in the future. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, no taxes, and no hidden cost. What they say is what you pay. Apex Waste is not only a local, family-owned and operated company, but a company dedicated to reliable, friendly service, meeting and exceeding expectations. Call Apex Waste at 574 896 Apex. That's 574-896-2739. Are we ready? Are we ready? Are we ready? Are we ready? be heard give us a call now at 574-936-4096 for what's your opinion now back to kathy and rusty come on shake that's kind of a, a good little you know tap your toe type thing come on it's thursday shake i don't yeah. shake much anymore because it's thursday oh i've found i shake a lot more <laughs> <laughs> oh well in some ways i do too I, I guess I gotta agree with you on that one. Yeah, you shake a lot more. Uh, a couple of texts came in. Yes. Um, one says this. This is about stuff we were talking about earlier. Okay. Uh, daughter went to Ollie's at Laporte and bought a juicer. Opened it, and the note in the box said, "Thanks for buying this refurbished item." So she says, "I kind of maybe they they sell just refurbished." Um, I don't think it's just refurbished. Some. I think, but yeah. some of it is, yeah. Uh, can uh -oh. be. Um, but it's refurbished by 
Like, oh, yeah. I don't, it's oh, not, let's say it's an Oster uh, brand, right. you know, that yeah. Oster refurbishes that. Well, um, and, and sometimes it can be in shipping when they, they ship a pallet of these things right. and one gets damaged on, on the corner or something. Somebody runs into the side of the building with a forklift right. or whatever. So it's like, oh, we can't sell that in the store. Right. So then it has to be sure. uh, taken care of a different that's way. That's like, uh, you know, you go to the Nike outlet stores or any one of the big name brand. And those are in there because they were rejected by quality control. And you look at them, you could go over every one of those items with a microscope and not find what it was that it got rejected for. So you get outlet some of those things that, that are, I don't want to call them factory seconds or whatever they are. Usually yeah. I, you can't figure out why. Uh, so given the way this person set the task, I get a feeling this doesn't hardly ever happen, but they say they agree with me about Disney. It is way overrated. So don't, feel, don't feel bad texter. My mother is like shocked as she can be every time she agrees with me too. So it's, it's a common theme in my life when somebody being shocked because they agree with something I say. Interesting. But, uh. Yeah. Interesting. So. Well, I'm going to try and um, get a little bit more information on this Burke's outlet and see if I can find out uh, some information on them. You know, you think about it. There's no, there aren't any other open storefronts down there, though, are there? Yes, there. There are. There's that. You know, there are a ton of Michigan City has an enormous outlet mall. We got on both ends. We've we got, got outlets, some room. So, yeah. Definitely. You could put other ones in there. Like I said, Nike has small, one. Uh, small, smaller uh, stores, but yeah. Shoe stores. I mean, uh, shoe manufacturing. I mean, there's a whole mall full of outlet stores yeah, up in Michigan right. City that, you know. That, that's a freebie. That's a free idea that's a, that's for whoever the developer idea, is. But actually. yeah, go out and pursue some, maybe some outlet stores that could fit in there with the other ones that are there. Um, you got. Uh, sunglasses and hats in some of those stores they're outlet stores they have uh, factory seconds there that's that you know because the, the other stores are all smaller right basically. they're they're a lot smaller um, the shoe stores aren't like nike and places right, like yeah, that aren't that some small bigger ones, but adidas some... has a store there um I'm and some of them could do it on a smaller scale sure you know not, not have it yeah but yeah it just um just an idea maybe that'd be a good place for something like that it's right on the highway Easy to get to. Well, I relatively easy to get to. You know, at one point, and I can't, this has been years ago. At one point, there was some talk about trying to do an outlet mall, getting rid of the airport here and putting an outlet mall right there on that airport property. Where would the airport go? Planes have to land somewhere. They can't just hover in the air. We were having an issue with planes and traffic and the airport and things weren't going as well so i'm going way back now and there there had been some talk about an outlet mall there that maybe it was it was just a but i i can remember some suggestions of what to do with that property and one of them was create an air an outlet mall well everybody has suggestions <laughs> so, you know. 
Um, one of my friends texted me and said that at Michigan City, a lot of the uh, outlet stores are now closed. Really? Yeah, I bet uh, COVID, uh, COVID killed a bunch probably, of them. Yeah, COVID is... Because people weren't able to go there. That, you know, first off, you couldn't go there. Then when you went there, you had to wear a mask. Right? And supply for them. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, that would it, be. You know, are, are are we really going, you know, well, can, can that, those shoes come in? Or are we going to have stuff to sell? Now that GM cut down two shifts because they can't get enough parts to keep people working, that's... Uh, of course, that's had the truck thing has caused a lot of that. But, you know, well, I see, I wondered how long it would be. I worked for a company one time that made OEM parts for, uh, I think it was GM. Yeah. It was just, you know, pulley hubs. Well, and, and I. And they heard... were used in the factory. And we used to send a truck out, truckload of these things, pretty much every day. <laughs> and if they didn't get their truckload exactly when they wanted it, I was on the phone with somebody that was not very happy with me. Uh, so anytime they had any lag in, in supply, they were paying people to do nothing and it didn't sit very well. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, that's got to resolve itself or there's going to be a lot of repercussions. And I, it may do one thing. Yes. Open people's eyes to how much truck drivers mean in this society. Um, I think they're kind of learning a little bit about that because of that that truck trucking yeah, exactly. thing that's going on that's, in between and, Canada. Yep, it's going to have one here, I guess. They're going to start in Washington, drive to L.A. or something for the Super Bowl or something like that. So, at least that's what our CBS National News was saying this morning. Is that there is one plan for this country that they're going to go cross country? I I heard. I think it was on on our our national news last night. Um, uh, somebody complaining because you know they can look out and the bridge right out you know there is uh, you know packed with cars, so they have to go down to another community to get on their bridge to go on over, and it's just like, okay, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, but uh, you know. You have supply chain issues already, and now you got part of the one of the essential parts of that supply chain saying, "Hey, we're gonna gum up the works here." That's uh, right, and that does not. I mean, it it makes trouble that you know there, and they're they're fighting because I I think there's the vaccine mandate. Right. Um, speaking of the vaccine mandate. That we don't have here. Tomorrow we will be vaccinating people. Yes, I'm going to get my booster shot tomorrow at 9 o'clock. So yeah. tune in to hear me scream when she pokes me with the needle. <laughs> That's That will be me. Ow! <laughs> yes. I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, and apparently... Um, I was just looking up about this vaccine. NPR actually says Canada's vaccine rate far outpaces the U.S. Yeah. So those people up there are better and vaccinated than we are down sure. here. Oh. Well, I like I say, I think uh, if anybody had any questions, they should have started to realize before uh, all of this how important or how much truckers mean yes. in this society and uh, yes. if you had any questions about that it should be answered right there i mean that it's an essential service for 
everything. Because if you don't get something to make, you don't get the parts to make something or mm-hmm. whatever, you don't. And like yesterday, I went to one of my, okay, I, I know this is weird. I, I love <laughs> I love soda crackers, saltine crackers. It's like they, my. Oh, they've been in hard supply. Or hard, there aren't yeah, hard any to, yeah, in you, the city of Plymouth. There is no, <laughs> not one box of saltine crackers anywhere. Believe me, I've been looking for days. Every time I have to go to the grocery store to pick up something. Something else, I look to see if they've got yeah, any crackers, yeah, saltine they crackers. Don't. In. Now, they've got other kinds of crackers, but, you know, I, I like the Zestas. And I bought some last week. They've been gone for days, and I have not had any more. That's kind of my go-to snack for some reason. I don't know why. Did you put anything on it or just? Just eat them for I like the most them with part. peanut butter on yeah, them. Those are, those are, that's my Sunday snack. Oh, you know, the, there you go. The peanut butter on them. But, Jim likes uh, them with just butter on them. I just like them plain. I'll just eat them plain. Yeah, I will too. Oh, that's the problem is... I, I, you know, oh, it's just a cracker, and the next yeah. thing I know, I've eaten the whole sleeve of yes, crackers. Yes, exactly. And that's not good. I'll open a sleeve and think, ah, I have a few. Yeah, and fifteen minutes later, I'm opening another sleeve. <laughs> ah, I have a few. Um, yeah, I don't know why, but it seems to be my go-to. I'll I'll stray off into other crackers occasionally, but always come back to just the plain saltines. Plain old saltines. Yeah. So if you see boxes of saltines, <laughs> give us a call here at the radio station and we will notify. Look. Jeff brought me asleep, Jim. <laughs> Jim, you are. Oh, oh, thank you. You got a snack today. You are today. a true friend. I have a sleeve of saltine crackers. <laughs> this may be the last ones in the city of Plymouth. I better guard them. And now everybody knows. Quick, Kathy, get the barricades. Get the weapons. Somebody will be here trying to take these from us. We have to protect them. I think you better not walk home with them I'm... sticking out or showing because somebody <sighs> might try and, you know, rob you of them. I'm going to need security. <laughs> somebody own an armored truck so I can get these home with me. I need a tr- an armored uh... truck to get my saltine crackers home. <laughs> we joke. <laughs> <laughs> we joke. But, uh... I've seen movies like that, so you know. Anyway. Uh, you watch those weird movies. Yeah, anyway. I do. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? Why don't you play some music? You want me to play some music? I'd like you to play some music. I'm playing music. Uh, it's birthday music. Uh, I can't reach those anymore. I'm getting old. Uh, I don't. Well, let me take a quick look. Doesn't look like I have any birthdays for today. I got a ton of them coming up. Okay. Uh, so if you have a birthday this month, please get it to us. You are going to be, well, any time this week, you'll be eligible for our drawing on Friday. Tomorrow. For, for four cupcakes from La Dessert Cafe. Also free small drink from the coffee lot. Oh, somebody just said, thank you. The person that was shocked that they agreed with me just sent me a... $25, it says, for premium crackers. <laughs> it's a picture of a box of premium. Visit the premium store. 16-ounce pack of three, $25, according to this. Holy so, uh, moly. That's got to be different. <laughs> that's got to be something. Amazon, I guess. All right, I'm going to Amazon, Amazon. as soon as we get I want to Amazon my saltines in. Uh, anyway, we don't... <laughs> saltines will be the... Saltines will be the next prize on our birthday <laughs> birthday gifts. Anyway, uh, Law Dessert Cafe and the Coffee Lodge, thank you for your uh, 
supply of gifts for our birthday winner that's coming up tomorrow. Also, uh, the Flintstones are singing. That's because it's anniversary time. Once again, got some coming up. Don't have any today. So uh, get your anniversary in here at the end of the month. We draw for 50 bucks from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home. And that is our anniversaries. And if we've missed your anniversary, it's okay. Oh, yeah, get it in here. Belated is fine. Yep. Belated any time this month, so you're eligible for that drawing. So, yeah. Uh, And And we will be hearing this music next week. Oh, Kathy, you can't do this. There's nothing in the folder. You can't do this. There's been nothing in the folder all week. You can't do this. Maybe we put it on pause in January and February because nobody's cleaning up and selling. Everybody's cleaning out their closet, but they're putting... I've got this huge stack for my garage sale that I never have. And <laughs> it seems like. If you guys could only see the stuff that we have accumulated for the garage sale, it is unbelievable. See... We have to have a sale. We're going to have to have multiple sales at our house this I, year. I've got a ton of stuff. But with me, it's more like dumpster stuff. Dumpster diving? It's something that, <laughs> it's stuff that nobody would want. So it's okay. time for a dumpster at my house. I think. Right. But I get, I get, uh, I, you know, I just, I look at something that. and it's like, oh, it still has a use. Somebody could wear that, you know? Yeah. I don't want to wear it anymore. <sighs> yeah. There yeah. is that stuff, but then there's the stuff that's broken. And you think, oh, I'll use the parts off of it for something else. Or, <laughs> yeah. or yes. you know, maybe I'll fix that. or may- No, you won't. Throw it away. You're not going to do it. Jim, Jim's like that. Yeah, Definitely. but see, he comes from a day when you used to fix things. You don't fix things That's anymore. That's true. You just don't fix them. Yeah, you had fix-it shops. Yes, you had people who did every, that for a living. Every town had a yep. fix-it shop. And, yep. And, you know, the radio didn't work. You took it to the fix-it shop. Right. The sweeper didn't work. You took it to the yep. fix-it shop. I mean, the clock didn't work. They yep. they would fix it. Shoes were needed repair. Where, you took them to the shoe repair yes, guy. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, I, I... Now we're this throwaway society. All those things that I said, the the clock... The radio, irons, sweepers, all yeah. of that kind of stuff. Yeah. They just throw it away. Yeah. Okay, this one one thing I have that I'm wearing, um, I, 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 I'm, pay, I'm going to pay my bill on it. The insurance paid a little bit. I owe $4,900 on this bone stimulator. Uh, it's a thing I wear for two hours a day. Around okay. This, uh, yeah. And you know what What my doctor told me? She said, well, you'll wear this for nine months. I wear it two hours a day for nine months. And then when the battery runs out, just throw it away. I was like, wait a minute. I'm paying almost $5,000 oh, yeah. for this piece of equipment and I'm supposed to just throw it away at the end when the battery runs out? Are you kidding me? Of course, you I know, don't I'm, know what I would do with it. I mean, who needs a, uh, you know, a spinal bone stimulator? I'm sure there's not well, a see, huge call for that around I there. Was, I was just thinking. Yes? I might like a bone stimulator. <laughs> I, could, I could see my bones getting stimulated. 
Uh, you know, the thing is, you put it around and you can't feel anything. I mean, it's just... Really? It's just so it's the, not like this shaky, massagey no, thing? No, it's nothing. Oh, well, no, then I don't want it. I want nothing to do with it. I thought it was like a massage chair no, or something like that. No, it's not. Oh, well, then I understand why I said throw it away. Yeah. Uh, oh, I have, a, I have an ally. You do? If you have to, just pause the trading post. I've sold things before. I would hate to see it discontinued. So oh, okay. thank you, listener, for that wonderful, positive, we fantastic text. We will pause text. it when a, we don't have anything in it. What a great text. What a great text. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, Kathy. Hi there. Hey, um, on that stimulator? Yep. I, I told my doctor, I said, look, I can't afford this thing. And my insurance is not going to pay for it. And he said, come up to the office. I'm giving you one. Oh, jeez. I didn't have to pay for mine. Well, I, I have a, an $8,000 <laughs> like, yeah. deductible. And so yeah. That, yeah, that went I, into I, my deductible. It should have. Well, you, my gosh, your hospital bill probably went into the deductible. But yeah. see, they, get, they brought the stupid stimulator to me before I had the surgery. So, yeah, the hospital bill didn't show up fast enough. So, yeah, it's like, well, oh, baby, okay. you're getting it in payments because I yeah. had no clue. And if I had known it, my part was going to be $5,000 and then you're going to tell me to throw it away yeah, at the that end. They, do. they tell you just, yeah. Gosh. It's stupid. It looks like a little steering wheel. Uh, yeah, Mine kind did, of. Anyway. Yeah. Yep. Put around it front and back, and then there's just this little button you push it, and nothing happens. You don't feel a no, darn thing. Know. There's no shocking, <laughs> no vibrating, nothing. It just no nothing. It's why I thought well, this <laughs> thing isn't doing anything. No wonder it's free. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I, I sense scam here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do. I, I wonder sometimes. You need to contact Jackie Walorski. She just sponsored that legislation about surprise medical bills. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to tell you that before you hung up there. Well, good All deal. Right. Thanks. At least All I right. know somebody else out there has one, had ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not the only one. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah. Uh, yeah. $4,000 worth of. No. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. All right, Rusty. I'm done. Uh, tomorrow, it's just we're just going to have the nurse in. Yeah. Actually, um, and she is going. It's going to be quick. It's going to be up front. Um, right. I don't right know. At right at the beginning. At the beginning of the show oh, or nine. Get here at nine. Get here at nine. Don't st listen to the news and wait. You're going to hear. You're going to hear Kathy <laughs> scream. <laughs> They can't hear when you're in space. They can't hear you scream. Well, she's not in space. She's right here in the studio. So we'll wait. see what happens. Yeah, we will. All right. That's tomorrow. We start at nine. So have yourselves a great day, and don't forget join us so that you can hear. Say you.